Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hell World. I am Mike Rains, aka Poker and Politics, and I am joined by the returning Sarge. Hello from the internet and vaccine land. And the mysterious L. Good morning, beautiful babies! So uh, last week, uh, Sarge was uh, a little run down from uh, being uh, becoming part of the collective hive mind of Bill Gates's uh, evil science experiment gone amok in America. See, I-, I heard that he was busy getting bombarded with Vita rays to activate the super soldier serum in his blood. That would be awesome. Can I have that instead? So uh, how long were you uh, down in the dumps uh, vis-a-vis your second inoculation, as it were, Sarge? Uh, about 36 hours all told, like it didn't hit until the next day. And then I just felt super run down and I had to take the entire like Wednesday and just lie on the couch. I don't even remember. I, I don't remember what I had on the TV. I was just on the couch and in and out of consciousness. Well, we struggle long as best we could without you last week. Uh, <laughs> I I will be getting my uh, first dose uh, tomorrow. So uh, that is something that is very enjoyable to me because I literally work with the public and there are so many noses I see out of their masks or people mm. who just don't want to wear them because uh, COVID's a lie. And it's really exciting that I will achieve some level of immunization uh, starting uh, tomorrow and then Hopefully, uh, moving forward, it will just continue to grow and become more immune as I become uh, fully uh, a full member of the Borg, as it were. I love that. I love that circumstance has made it so that seeing someone's nose now, it's just like, oh, put that thing away. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Someone a million years ago had a picture of like underwear 
with uh your di- with the dick hanging out over the top of it and that's like then it was just like this is what your nose looks like when you're not wearing your mask properly so i've had it in my head that like i'm just seeing a bunch of dick noses like constantly and it's like so frustrating wow how bold of you to go to the dicks out place before the content warning this is true <laughs> but, but uh you may have you, we may have offended some people but now we're going to warn them about offending them further content warning the adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Yeah, now we can go full Harambe mode. Oh, absolutely. You know it. Uh, so um, this week we've had uh, all kinds of like fun and frivolity going on, especially in the, the land of the desert, Arizona, where uh, idiots got an idiot and grifters got a grifter. And uh, that would probably be our absolute first headline, unless something's going on right now. From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's Q's in the news. Breaking from the digital front lines, and also speaking about genitals being out, let's talk about Rudy Giuliani. (laughs) Hey, he was just tucking it away. He was just adjusting his pants. You leave that poor idiot alone. So uh, our uh, beautiful boy Rubes, who uh, is a savant when it comes to technology and electronics, uh, has just had his uh, has just been raided by the FBI, who were trying to seize electronics from him, and I believe they were probably successful in doing that. Uh, the details are very murky because this story has literally just come up. Yeah, it's a it's a salacious headline. But the headline also contains all of the substance of what we know right now, pretty much. Yeah, I, I just read the New York Times article real quick while we were queuing everything up. And they raided his office, his Madison Avenue office and his Park Avenue. No, his Madison Avenue apartment and his Park Avenue office at 6 a.m. So they... they uh, uh, well, luck- luckily, all of his, the incriminating evidence he, he keeps at Boardwalk is uh, probably secure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, uh, if there's anyone who I trust in being able to cover his tracks on this shit, it's Rudy Giuliani. There's no way they've obtained innumerate amounts of incriminating uh, evidence and documentation that could possibly lead to him being in any legal jeopardy. I picture that I picture them finding like hard drives that somebody has tried to like physically put into an actual paper shredder and then just given up as it didn't work because that's not how paper shredders work. Uh, let me see how this strikes you. Mr. Giuliani's lawyer, Robert J. Costello, called the searches unnecessary because his client had offered to answer questions from the prosecutors, except those regarding privileged communications with the former president. Uh, Am I the only person who doesn't trust any attorney that won't defend themselves in court? <laughs> like, does that make me, does that make me really crazy? Yeah, I don't know. I like, I don't think you're supposed to, but yeah. Hey, they didn't need to, to raid and search his office in home. He said he'd answer the questions. As long as they weren't the questions he didn't want to answer. In, in yeah. that case, he would not answer those questions. Yeah. So uh, Lord knows where this is going to go. I mean, like a month ago, Matt Gates was a pederast and, and heading for 20 years hard time at a federal penitentiary. And now the media has apparently forgotten all that, which was really bizarre. So, I mean, it appears that we have Rudy Giuliani dead to rights, but do we really? I mean, is he going to be like uh, a celebrity guest host on Jeopardy or something in a month? I mean, you just... 
you never in, know. in an instance like this where the mainstream media picks up something damaging to Republicans slash QAnon, like Matt Gates allegedly being some sort of uh, ephebophile or pedophile, <laughs> and you know, then immediately runs with that for like like a hot 48 hours and then drops it. Like how does QAnon square that with their belief that libs control the media? I mean, once libs got that shit into the media, wouldn't we just use it to really stick it to people? You would think that it's so bizarre. Uh, like there's that story about a, a, an audio clip from John Kerry talking to an, someone about how, Israel had attacked Syria a bunch of times and some Iranian leader like leaked the audio was just like, this was the first I heard about this, blah, blah, blah. And now there all these people are saying that John Kerry is a traitor, that he betrayed Israel, that he gave away state secrets of America. And I, and I saw some QAnon promoter being like, if Patriots weren't in control, this John Kerry treason stuff would have been swept under the rug. And I'm like, you you were around for Obama's tan suit and like literally everything that ever happened under his administration. There's a reason why we talk about Benghazi to this day. And it's not because the deep state like controls everything and is able to silence uh, negativity against Democrats. So essentially, the, the QAnon narrative for this is that uh, libs control the media, but patriots are in charge. Like what? The, like, what does that yeah. even mean? Like, what the like, how can it be both? Yeah. It, it, Yeah, it. I mean that their whole thing is any defeat just shows how. Oh yeah, it's it, it's uh, so it's the sign number eight where lose, the enemy has to be too strong and too weak at all really times rad. because the narrative is just constantly shifting because you have to be the reason why you can't win is because the enemy is too strong. But the reason why you are going to win in the very near future is because the enemy is a fucking idiot and you're going to crush him very shortly. And you just have to. The whole point of the of this shit. Oh, I get it now. It's Attack on Titan. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, it's just living in this constant tension is what these people want you to believe in. Yeah. they want you to fear that victory isn't going to happen, but be confident that it will. And while they've got you in this like state of, of emotional excitement and kind of like being all freaked out, that's when they start like telling you to buy physical silver and their dick pills and uh, support the audit in Arizona and all this other stuff. And just keep, just keep giving us money, you stupid clowns. That's what really matters here. Give us your money and then we will win. And then cut to a month later. Well, we haven't won yet, so we need more money, but the winning is coming very soon. Is that what the... Uh, they're auditing the financials like of everyone's me, favorite really Overwatch esports team, Cyber Ninjas, what exactly I think is what auditing. I got from the article I read. Is that accurate? So, okay, like, so what basically happened is so the Republicans in Arizona uh, like placating the their Fran the Frankenstein's monster that is their base... And um, also President Trump, as it were, after three different audits showed there was no problems. And after they've gone through the, the evil voting machines and found no problems, they decided to let a outside contractor conduct conduct yet another audit of the voting in Arizona to make sure that everything's on the up and up and that it all looks good. And what happened was. Uh, 
the, the Republicans outsourced this to a Florida-based company called uh, Cyber Monkeys, no, Cyber Ninjas, <laughs> Ron Watkins, Cyber Ninjas. And the problem with Cyber Ninjas is that the CEO of Cyber Ninjas has made it clear that he believes in fraud. He was posting on Twitter during the election and stuff like that, that fraud happened, fraud's a real thing. This election was bullshit, blah, blah, blah. So you have uh, the Republican Party that is all about uh, telling people that they lost this election due to uh, election fraud. And you have a company that is entire that, that is run by a guy that says, oh, yeah, this was a rigged election. And now he has been put in charge of auditing these ballots and they've brought like the 2 million ballots in from Maricopa County, Maricopa County to the, um, uh, to the situation, to the, to this building. And now they're like pouring over the ballots, but there seems to be no, um, actual controls or process for what's going on. Um, Early on, they had blue and black pens near the ballots, which is bad because. Oh, you, shit. Pen gate. Yes. We're going back to the we're going back to the um, the Sharpies. We're going back to Sharpie gate. But this but this is the real uh, pen gate in the sense that these idiots could mark could mark these ballots with the blue pens and then run them yeah. through a, a voting machine. And that could spoil the vote. Or if the vote was like light for Biden. Originally, they could put a dark mark under Trump, and now they've flipped a vote. So there was a giant uh, to-do about the pens, and then they had to get all the blue and black pens out of the room. They had to get only red pens in there, which wouldn't be scanned by the machines. And this whole thing is just totally uh, not above board. Uh, the uh, media outside of OAN, and if you can't trust who at OAN, who can you trust? And it's been it's been believed that OAN is helping to fund this audit. Um, like the regular media is not being allowed to participate. Uh, a reporter snuck in as an observer to monitor it, and she said she was given no training. They literally just told her, "Yeah, watch a table, see what people are doing, uh, go nuts." And one of the most egregious things about the, this whole like sham audit, it, it, aren't they insisting that they do everything under the veil of secrecy? So no, like no they, they're, they're claiming that trade secrets is one of the many reasons why n nobody but cyber ninjas can audit this, uh, this stuff this time around. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's all proprietary. It's all proprietary. There's no, um, they, they will not let us know how they're doing these things or what they are doing uh, beyond the uh, weird live streaming where they've got uh, like nine cameras focused on nine tables and people are just watching uh, people going over the ballots with UV light, which uh, had uh, QAnon and all these other people freaking out that there were watermarks on the real ballots and there are not watermarks on the fake ballots. And they're like, they're using the UV light to find the real ballots. And then they're going to separate the real ballots with watermarks from the fake ballots that don't have watermarks. And then we're going to know how we got the bad guys and we're going to arrest them. And so they're using 1990s board game technology to suss out fake ballots? Yes. And then on top of that, they uh, decided that... Um, 
they're not actually looking for watermarks. They're looking for fingerprints on the ballots via the black lights, which black lighting really doesn't pop uh, fingerprints that way. It's not you. You have to treat the ballot with more chemicals than then hit it with a black light. Otherwise, people would just glow under black lights because we're covered in all those oils everywhere, anyways. So uh, l- let me let me ask real quick before we get too far into talking about uh, people oils, uh, because who knows wh- what rabbit hole that's going to lead us down. But uh, how how is it possible that this is legal for for Republicans to hire like an uh, like a, an unsanctioned like third party with no oversight to look over a bunch of like federal documents in this case ballots. Uh, this is uh, this is the Arizona State Republican Party and their governor who decided to do this, and it's like Arizona ran the election, so Arizona can run the audits and all this stuff. Yeah, these are state documents. Yeah, they, so and the Democrats have like filed injunctions, but um, at the end of the day, the judge uh, asked. For- does a does a a, a vote? Is a vote actually a state document, even though if it's for a federal level election? That's just something yeah. I, I like. I've never, I've never thought about before. I just assumed it would be like protected under like whatever protections are available for federal documentation because it's, it's elected. It's not electing a state official. It's electing the president in the damn country. Well, yeah. Even federal elections are run by in each state are run by the state election laws. Hence, all the crap that's going on with Georgia. And it's different from state to state. And Arizona has a Republican supermajority. And that's why all these whiz biz happens down there. Yeah, they control the Congress and they have the governorship. So they have the trifecta so they can do these kinds of things, which in this case is, again, all about making their dumb QAnon voter base happy. And what's really funny, uh, skipping from the whole body oil nonsense, is that we have um, we, the quote unquote responsible people that are doing this, that are like actual elected officials in Arizona are making it clear that this isn't going to overturn the election. We just want to see if there's anything happening that might require us to change the voting laws in Arizona to protect future elections. That's all we're doing. We're doing this to, as a forward looking project. Meanwhile, you have uh, Michael Flynn and Steve Bannon and all of these people who are aggressively grifting QAnon, uh, telling them that this is the first domino. Once we win Arizona and expose the voter fraud, it's on to Michigan and Wisconsin and Pennsylvania and Georgia, and we're going to flip all of them. And then Trump will be president by the end of the year because fairy dust magic bullshit. Cut to two cyber ninjas uh, going over the ballots in the Arizona audit. And then one of them goes, my God, and holds a ballot up to the camera. And then the other one goes, what do you got there? And the other one says, snake oil, rim shot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. It's just, everything's the first domino. And it has been since we started this stupid podcast, everything's like, Oh, this is it. This is the first domino. It's going to fall. Yeah. that uh, Steve Bannon has been repeating this over and over again, that like when one falls, they all fall. That like once we win in Arizona, we win everywhere else. And the one thing, and, and I sw- this is like my, this is the Mike Rains, stone cold lock of the millennium is that 
when they conclude Arizona and they come up with whatever bullshit that they're going to come up with, they are going to demand to do this in the other cyber ninjas is going to go everywhere. They're going to, they're going to go to all these other States or they're going to fundraise to go to all these other States, but the States that actually don't have uh, total Republican control over the government probably won't be able to do these things like Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, probably build the governor will probably veto any attempt to do these audits with outside third parties that are like untrustworthy. But they'll be able to pull this shit off in Georgia, most likely, because they got the majority, they got everything in Georgia. But when, uh, what I really wonder is if they, uh, if they can do it, those two states, though, I don't believe those two states are enough electoral votes to flip the election. They're never going to actually go to court with their quote unquote evidence of fraud and their excuse. And their excuse is going to be, well, we don't have enough electoral votes to flip the election. If we had that, we would go to court. But Biden's going to win this fraudulent election because the Democrats are covering for him. And that's how they're going to avoid ever having to let their proprietary evidence ever see the light of day. Yeah. And I, I don't have a lot of faith in our country, but I do have enough faith left in our country to assume that in an alternate dimension where this ever does make it to court, Man, those people are going to get smashed in court. It is going to be an embarrassment of oh, dunking. Guess what? When you when you lose, you get to pay the court cost, and then they'll come back at them with countersuits and just so many countersuits. Absolutely. I mean, I just don't see they, they're never going to want to have this stand up to legal scrutiny. All the Arizona Republican Party wants is for cyber ninjas to give them some bullshit about how there was some stuff that was a little untoward so that Arizona can try to enact its version of the Georgia voter suppression laws to try to keep uh, the wrong people from voting so they don't lose elections the way they just did because new better Jim yes Crow. New Jim Crow 2.0 electric boogaloo uh, that's what the boogaloo boys are all about right voter suppression that's what they care about and you know what and you know what like if this song and dance works even a little it's gonna put us in a rough spot for a little while but as the census data showed uh, the, there's plenty of liberals bleeding off of California into these red states so let's go census yeah. <laughs> I love that. Like, everybody of... was like flipping out and panicking over that census data and it's just like in the short term yes it looks really bad but it's like the people that are moving away from california are probably not fleeing because of their conservative values they're fleeing because of property values and are still liberal <laughs> speaking of bleeding off let's talk about meat and why the president says I can't have red meat anymore? That's what happened, right? Yeah, yes. I don't uh, listen yeah, to Joe, Joe Biden signed an executive order outlawing meat. We are now all we are now the vegan states of America. Um, <laughs> it, this is an honestly true thing that is really real and not right wing bullshit. Um, basically, um, there's uh, climate change and dealing with global warming and the crisis it's going to give our society in 20, 30, 40 odd years. One of the big things that's obviously uh, a way to like reduce our carbon emissions is the reduction of consumption of meat, because making meat is a very uh, taxing process that requires a lot of energy and a lot of carbon. So um, carbon dioxide, as it were. But um, basically, so there's always been all these proposals about, hey, if we reduce meat consumption, it reduces this amount of greenhouse gas, yin and yin and a. And the Daily Mail, which is a right wing rag in Britain, uh, wrote an article or an opinion piece that was just like Biden's going to outlaw meat because of global warming. And 
all of the right wing clowns jumped on it and started screaming about how Biden's going to pull my T-bone steak out of my cold dead hands and like meat is America. And this is what we're all about. And there's no way I'm going to let you do these bad things to me, Mr. Evil Lib President. And um, the Biden administration's uh, climate initiatives have nothing to do with regulating meat consumption in America. This is a dumb straw man that was made up just for uh, clickbait outrage and general bullshit nonsense. It's just the kind of stuff that uh, the world's greatest researchers in QAnon would have been able to find out it was crap if they'd looked into it. But Weirdly enough, they only care about confirmation bias and not the actual truth. Could you imagine? A, like, uh, honestly, I'm pretty sure Americans would give up their guns way before they would give up meat. Like, could you imagine just the, the the concept of some president trying to trying to pass some sort of legislation to ban meat in America? I mean, America's only got to be associated oh, with a few things, and meat's got to be pretty high on that list, right? Like steak, especially. Yeah, like steak and uh, now bacon is is our is now challenging steak for our national meat. Uh, we literally have campaign ads for like pork and chicken, and it's just like eat these other animals; they're delicious too. So I mean, we are a, a carnivorous people. Uh, we do not have balanced diets. We uh, we want our dead animals, and we want them uh, in all kinds of forms all kinds of animals uh, put in our table in front of us so that we may consume them. Yeah. We've, we've been pioneering uh, stuffing other animals inside of larger animals, inside of even larger animals for a while now. I mean, we're not the only, we're not the only people doing it, but it seems like we're the ones doing it the most and trying to re reach for those stars. Ugh. Yeah. Try and just try and eat vegetarian for one day. Like while you're out driving around, it is, all but impossible although the uh the, the youtube channel sh shout out to uh tasting history i think he talked about like some sort of absurd like like there was a like a medieval french chef that lost his mind and made some sort of like 14 step turducken <laughs> so it's just like <laughs> you've been been around uh yeah it's just one of the the dumb news things that the the right uses to try and grab like a day's headlines and freak out the uninformed who won't do any research much like the vice president uh forcing her children's books on immigrant children which didn't happen uh no it didn't we're gonna talk yeah. about so uh the new york the new york post which is literally a birdcage liner or a fish wrapper they're the only two possible uses you could have for that newspaper that would make sense uh, they forced one of their reporters to put their name uh, on an article about how uh, I would guess either ICE or DHS or whatever uh, government agency is handling the uh, holding centers for children on the border was handing out uh, gift bags to the children there. And those gift bags included uh, Kamala Harris's book. So basically our children were being indoctrinated by liberal propaganda from the vice president uh, at the behest of our government doing this um, in a sort of like Soviet style state mind control thing. And the actual story was uh, these gift bags were given by volunteers to the people running these uh, centers 
and one copy of the book was uh, given by one of the people making a donation. And the uh, reporter in the New York Post uh, has resigned and said that they resigned because they were forced to write the article. They didn't push back hard enough to not write the article. And they are ashamed of themselves for having done this. <laughs> and this is literally what happened. Yikes. This is what happened during the Hunter Biden laptop thing was the New York Post ran around trying to find someone willing to put their name to the Hunter Biden laptop story and nobody would do it. So they slapped an intern's name on the story and just like, yo, intern, you're writing a story in the post. And they was like, oh, sounds good to me. I'm sure it isn't a political hit job that will uh, potentially ruin my name in Google searches for the next 10 years. And uh, the, sorry, intern, that's that's what happened to you. So this is, like this goes to show you the incredibly high standards of journalism at the New York Post where they just kind of um, browbeat uh, a poor uh, reporter into uh, doing their dirty work in writing a political hit job against the vice president and uh, the, the government agencies that's handling these uh, uh, the process of dealing with these children that are crossing over into our country. Oh, yeah, that that article had everything like. Kamala Harris was charging the government to buy her book to then be given to children to indoctrinate, indoctrinate them. Oh, it, it was top to bottom the the best. And uh, several congressmen fell for it. They did no background check. They just like immediately got on the floor and they're like, how dare the vice president make the government by her oh yeah the, the vice president is grifting from uh, from taxpayer dollars hard-earned taxpayer money is going to fund mm. the distribution of her communist manifesto to try to brainwash innocent children who have now come to america uh like through no fault of their own as it were so yes uh this is the kind of just clown shoes nonsense that uh gets uh, vacuumed up through the right-wing puke funnel and then ends up uh, making it to the quote-unquote credible New York Post, and then Fox News covers it. And then a day later, they have to post retractions and be like, oh, no, this didn't happen. Our bad. But it doesn't matter because you said it. It got out into the public, and now people are going to believe it for forever. Yeah, and she it's going to show up in search results, and Alex Jones is going to be like, rah, rah, rah. he's going to get to make hay out of it. All, all these idiots. and But, like, she fully resigned because her name was on that article. And, like, I I was made to write this, and now I'm resigning in response. Like, right. I mean, it's, yeah, it's just, it's just really, it's just, it, it, I mean, thank goodness, like, uh, someone actually had the temerity to uh, understand that, like, this was so bad that I'm not going to... Uh, I'm not going to stand for this. Uh, so big ups to uh, Lauren Italianato. Uh, that sounds like how you say it, I hope. But uh, who wrote the article, but then resigned. Yeah, did, yeah, after did, it was yeah published. it was just like, you know what? This was a bad idea. And I'm going to just call it a day. I'm going to go literally do anything else than work for the New York Post after uh, they decided to run my name through the mud by telling me to publish this absolute total pig shit uh, of a story. Well, clearly the cabal just got to her, right? Yeah, that is. But then she, yeah, then she fought back against the cabal. She'll be dead with. 
Uh, that just reminded me of like something I was listening to Alex Jones about how like if you aren't a member of the cabal, they kind of like let you go. But if you ever sign up and then betray them, they kill you because it's contract law in the universe. And that's just the way things work. It, yeah, I heard that bit. It's ridiculous. Uh, Speaking of someone who'll say anything, uh, I, we have here in our notes, Tuck. Tuck! <laughs> and I don't know what Tucker's done. Today. Uh, Tucker decided that it'd be a good idea to tell his audience to harass uh, families if you see a child out in public wearing a mask. Um, that this is the right and proper thing for you to do, potentially even call Child Protective Services against the family for putting a kid in the mask outdoors. Oh, oh boy. But what what if my child is just cosplaying Scorpion and or Sub Zero from the new film Mortal Kombat? <laughs> that would be awesome. But also, uh, making your child watch that movie, I've heard, would probably be an even better justification for calling Child Protective Services because I have heard that movie is not great. Uh, oh, it's I mean, the part the parts the parts of it that are good are probably not suitable for children. But that never stopped me from watching anything growing up. Yeah. I proudly, yeah. I proudly saw Terminator 2 when it was in theaters because my dad was not exactly responsible with what he would allow me to watch. That movie was great. I saw Aliens way before I showed I, I, would, I, I mean, I think, I think I got a few years on L, and I was but a wee lad when I saw Terminator 2 in the theaters. So uh, that's, uh, that's hilarious to me that uh, that's the case of that. Yeah, that, that movie came out, what, I think it was 1991? So I would have been like six. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Uh, yeah judgment day um wow this there's no way this can bite tucker carlson on the ass so is is it just me or has it seemed like there's been like a noticeable ramping up of tucker carlson's lunacy recently like tucker carlson has been a piece of shit that occasionally says salacious stuff for a while now but it just seems like every week now he's saying something just completely across the line just real hot heat across the plate like what? What is going on with Tuck? Does he just see the the radical right and like QAnon and all this shit as his like golden ticket now? Is he just really playing to that base? I I have a theory that with Rush Limbaugh uh, dead and in hell, that he is maneuvering to be the new Rush. I can see I can see that. I can also see that he's just looking. He's looking for an excuse to potentially. Uh, get kicked off of Fox. I think it's completely possible that he thinks he can be a brand that is like so big that he doesn't even need uh, Fox News to carry him and that he can be the guy that is the the most powerful truth teller in America, like too hot even for like any mainstream media outlet to handle. And because he is a uh, multimillionaire heir to like the Swanson food uh, legacy, he can start his own media company tomorrow if he so desired to do it. Uh, he he doesn't need um, he he obviously wants like to show for the attention and the media, the eyeballs it draws to him. But he might be able to be like, you know what, uh, I I can go even further. I can make this even bigger, bolder, better. And if uh, one of my fans like sucker punches someone who had a kid wearing a mask and the blow and, and then when they get on TV, they're like, yeah, I did it. Cause Tuck told me to stupid libs with their kids in masks or whatever. I mean, I almost think that there's a part of him that 
wants to be quote unquote canceled so he can try to make even more money as uh the the guy that is uh gonna like make newsmax and oan try to make him co-owner of the station or whatever so that he can try to play in that space that's like the harder than fox right as it were Sort of the way that, that that I thought Trump might, although it certainly seems like Trump is content to just sit on his ass and let people give him money for doing nothing. So and it's, it's hard to blame him. I mean, why would you put in the extra work if you don't have to? Yeah, with him being largely deplatformed, he would have to start all over again. Trump, anyway. Oh, I, I, there's but, nothing that makes me laugh more than seeing all of these uh, posts on right-wing social media and QAnon did have like the presidential letterhead on them. And then it's just like official statement from the 45th president, Donald J. Trump. And then he's just like that TV show. I last night I saw sucked hire better actors, idiots or whatever. And it's just, it's so funny watching people transcribe what would be Trump's tweets. Were he allowed on Twitter to be posted on the internet? Uh, so we can read the, uh, the musings of our esteemed former president. Yeah, I mean, well, uh, obviously he's got enough. Uh, he's got enough money rolling in from donors and all that shit from you know pe- people reaching reaching deep into their conservative hearts and even deeper into their conservative pockets. Uh, <laughs> that he he hasn't seemed to really been under the gun to make some sort of play. I mean, assuming that Donald Trump operates just strictly off of what is going to make him the most money, and it seems like he's you know that that style of tycoon or whatever. Uh, it, 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 like I was, I was assumed that as soon as his ass was out of the chair, he was going to make a pivot, and then you know, like I assumed we'd have Trump News Network or uh, like you know the the hot Donald Trump hour on One America News, anything to get that guy a bunch of money. But uh, he sure does seem like he's been running his non presidency the way he ran his presidency, which is largely just hanging out at Mar-a-Lago. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And getting ready to move to New Jersey, apparently, in a few months to hang out in New Jersey and do some golfing there, um, which, what? yeah, he's uh, he's transitioning his residency from Florida to his golf course in New Jersey. I guess uh, the Florida summer is disagreeable to the God Emperor, so he's going to go for uh, milder climates in one of his uh, more northeastern uh, locations, and then... He is 120 rats in a human suit. So. Can you imagine yeah. how incredible the golfing would have to be to go to Jersey? I mean, granted, he, he's going from Florida, but it's hard to, like, of all the problems that Florida has, it's hard to argue that they have, like, nice beaches and stuff. Yeah. 
I don't, I don't, I can't, that would be the greatest thing in the world, imagining Donald Trump just uh, wearing a swimsuit, giant guts hanging out, uh, bronzer all over his face, with like, a, like a, a phalanx of Secret Service, like watching around him while he's on the beach. I just, just thinking about that just makes me laugh. I, I would personally love to see uh, Trump in like a skimpy little Speedo, because hopefully it would give me the cock definition I would need to see exactly how mushroom-like his horrid penis is. <laughs> I'm really interested. Unfortunately, my, my love of celebrity genitals, like, you know, it's really biting me in the ass in this instance. But if somebody was just like, hey, man, there's some confirmed Donald Trump dick pics online. You want to see him? I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> I don't even want to riff on that. It's so disgusting. Uh, I just want the lawsuits to come through so that he has to present his penis in open court for evidence. It's just like thoroughly humiliating. Can, can you imagine how much more exciting court TV would be if that was a thing? Oh my. They would have the most ratings they've ever had in the history of that network for now until forever. If they're like, and now live on court TV, Donald Trump has to drop trow for state's evidence. I mean, I, I think like, that their ratings would take a huge jump if they just did that with anybody. Like if they were just like court TV's hottest new reality show, genital court. And it was just a bunch of crimes in which like, you know, it has to be like, like we, we demand to see the defendant's titties and then they had to get their tits out for evidence for some reason. That'd be great. Oh, oh, that, that show would get canceled so goddamn fast unless it was Trump, the one that was being the one that was doing it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, God. America only lost after Trump's mushroom. Yes, that, that is the only that is the only thing we are allowed to covet. So um, what, what what are we back getting back on topic? What, what do we think the likelihood is that that uh, Tuck faces any sort of actual blowback over this? Like, how likely do we think that it is that somebody does in fact just take Tucker Carlson up on his advice and go like slap the mask off of some six year old at a birthday party? I mean, someone has to hurt, like the the awful part is someone has to hurt a child for for Tucker Carlson or accost a child for Tucker Carlson to face any consequences from this. There was a uh, protest outside of a Beverly Hills uh, school before Tuck did this, I believe, where people were holding signs, like screaming that masks were child abuse. And you saw like these eight year old kids, like walking past this like gang of adults holding signs. Be like, this is bad child abuse. Take your mask off. Little Timmy breathe the free air. And it's just like, Oh my God, if you're these kids and you're watching these morons yelling at you, it's just gotta be like, man, when I grow up, I guess I can be a total dumb, dumb too. I mean, it's just, I just can't even imagine being a kid and seeing that and trying to wrap my head around the, cause these, these people are like the age of my dad and my mom and they're still doing this dumb shit. Like, how does that make sense? I thought when you were an adult, you were a smart person. I mean, it just, mm -hmm. it's just, it blows I, I my mind. I'd say that for Halloween this year, uh, we all dress up like deranged Tucker Carlson's and go around slapping the masks off of children's faces. <laughs> <laughs> just like full swing slaps, too. Just really cock your arm back. Yeah. Oh, it, it, it's so bizarre. Um, oh, I just remembered um, the, the other hot news story that these uh, chuckles, chuckleheads got themselves excited about was that uh, President Biden hasn't designated a survivor, a designated survivor for tonight's uh, joint address to Congress. 
So apparently uh, he's setting us up for a Chinese takeover when the Chai Coms uh, blow up DC and we no longer have a federal government. Uh, we no longer have an executive branch and the Chai Coms can just like swoop in and enslave us under uh, Xi Jinping's iron fist. Do these fucking chimpanzees understand how many people would have to die for that to matter? Like hundreds that we have a list of succession in America that goes very far down. And the other reason why there's no designated successor is because most of the cabinet is going to be watching on Zoom tonight. Most of the cabinet will not actually be there. And I believe Janet Yellen will become the president should the event happen. So we already know how this is going to work. Also, you can't blow up a hologram. That is a compelling <laughs> point. That is an incredibly compelling point. That I mean, come on, guys. Get your fucking story straight. You're the one who told me that Joe Biden was a hologram. And if that's true, that means he is immune to bombs. Biden is a reptiloid, and that means he's like perfect cell from Dragon Ball Z. And if you do not destroy him down to the last molecule, he will 100% regenerate. I would accept that as my president. I want regenerating president powers. Um, Wait a minute. No, uh, Biden is a different person, an actor in a Biden skin suit. So even if he's blown up, it's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. Was there, so if he is a reptiloid, was there ever a real Biden? Walk me through this. Did they replace a real Joe Biden man with a reptiloid or was he a reptiloid this whole time? Um, so there's a lot of different theories on this, which is the most terrible <laughs> thing I could possibly say. And I really wanted to say it to see if I would break you, but it's true. There, there are people that think that he is the real Joe Biden, but he's already confessed to his crimes and been executed. There are those who think that he has confessed to his okay. crimes, been executed, been replaced by the guy in the bodysuit or the hologram or whatever. And that when the time for the uh, the prestige is ready, they will unmask uh, the Biden actor, as it were, and we will see uh, who it is. Um, I don't know. Rob Schneider, uh, Scott Baio, someone. So, to the audience. I always try, you may have picked up that I love conspiracy theories. The dumber, the better, because I think they're just so much fun. They're unfortunately very dangerous. And I always, Mike always indulges my bit and it ends up not being a bit on his side because someone has really, really believes this shit. And I guess that's why we have a podcast, like a little behind the curtain there. It's never a bit when it gets to Mike. It's a bit with me. And then I kick it over to him and he's like, well, here's what they actually believe. And it's like, oh, God damn it. This, it makes me sad every time I make this joke. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, th this one's on you. We literally just got done discussing how they think that Joe Biden is a hologram. Yeah. No, it I is. mean, I like like I, I think between the two of them, it's probably a push between which one is crazier. Joe Biden is an alien or Joe Biden is a hologram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, and the other thing. Uh, what? What's going on with Tracy Beds before we like completely? I believe that's Tracy Beans. Uh, Beans, Tr yeah, help yeah, me. Tracy out here. Beans, uh, our uh, newly elected member of the uh, Republican South Carolina uh, party, like apparatus, as it were. She won a uh, job. She's like some sort of executive oversight. She has executive oversight or something to that effect. It's not a very powerful gig. She won it in a pack. She won it in a pack. Uh, she, uh, for, for all you Magic the Gathering fans out there, that is the deepest of deep cuts. But um, the 
this is the uh, state where Lynn Wood is going to attempt to become the GOP party chair uh, in the middle of May is when his election is. So we are seeing uh, QAnon promoters and Tracy Beans is like literally the OG QAnon promoter. She is um, now a part of this party. So she is going to be lobbying the other people there to vote for Lynn Wood uh, over um, over McKissick, who is the current incumbent uh, party chair of um, of South Carolina. So you have uh, this situation where the the proverbial inmates are trying to take over the asylum. You have. What are their chances? Uh, that's the thing. It's so hard to figure out. Uh, well, it is a Carolina, so <laughs> yikes. Yeah, I mean, this is, yeah, it is South Carolina. This is an incredibly red state. Um, Alan West, who has, who's always been a right-wing extremist and a kook, uh, is the chair of Texas. And um, it's really just, uh, it's really worrying that this is what's going to happen to these parties. Now, the other side of the equation is, is that Trump has come out and endorsed McKissick. um, And Lynn Wood got very upset that Trump did this, but... I, yeah, I yeah. I mean, like yeah. Lynn Wood's been like, ah, Trump, I love you and I support you so much. Why? And, and so, this is going to be uh, of the most like minor, minor uh, first test of establishment uh, GOP versus QAnon GOP in an election, as it were. Probably a couple hundred people are going to vote in this thing. I mean, it's, this is just only the people that are actually part of the South Carolina Republican party apparatus. Only they get a vote in this thing. So it's not like this is something where the state of South Carolina is going to go to the polls. and We're going to get a result, but because um, uh, the article I read about Tracy beans winning her, uh, her position and she won cause it was an open seat. It was a, uh, the previous, uh, people that were in, that had held this position had resigned. She ran for the open seat. She won it. Mm-hmm. She, she needed a hundred and she needed to clear a 185 vote threshold to win. And she got 188. So she just cleared that bar and, and got the, got the job. So I don't know what that means for uh, this contest for Lynn Wood. Does he have to get 185 votes? Is that all this is? But that's what's going to be happening. I believe May 15th is when this election is being held uh, for this position. And we're going to see if the uh, rank and file Republicans in this party uh, stick with the guy that Trump endorsed and has been the guy running the play. I think he's had two terms already. He's running for his third term. Or if they decide to just cut the brakes and go direct to crazy town with uh, Lynn Wood as their leader, a man who has literally been asked by the Georgia Bar Association to take a psych evaluation because they think he's <laughs> insane. So um, that's going to be... It's going to be very interesting to see the payoff of this uh, festivities in the next two weeks, as it were. Man, I mean, if he wins, at least it will give us uh, enough content to support our uh, next podcast within a podcast or bonus podcast uh, featuring discussions about Lynn Wood and his mindless followers called Wood for Sheep. 
I thought you were going to do something on the lid, but I, I'm happy with where you went. That is that is both our uh, Linwood uh, discussion podcast and our high level Catan playing uh, podcast. So it's two very different two very topics. different topics. Scrap it. I don't know. I don't know what market you're going for. That, there, I mean that that, that would be the most incredible it. bonus content ever. Like for for for, for, <laughs> for Patreon supporters, a podcast. It's like 30 minutes long, and it's pretty much half discussing Linwood and what that guy is up to and half high level settlers of contained strategy. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're just, yeah. So, yeah. We, Lin, Linwood wins the election and we're like, what is good, but is it really good on, on this, on this wheat heavy board? And we just get into this whole discussion of ore and building vertically versus horizontally and development cards it would be now brick is a trap that's oh. actual genuine katan advice never 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 settle for brick you can do so much better baby yes good old brick nothing beats brick <laughs> except for ore which beats everything <laughs> damn right you're getting your high level katan content right now folks just so you know i mean yeah well Stop unfortunately it. the real secret to katan you could teach anybody in 30 seconds yo ore is the best thing do ore boom congratulations i've just upped your katan game but i like brick fuck brick brick is useless ore the yep. idea in the ideal game of Settlers of Catan, most players need exactly two bricks, and that's it. Yep. <laughs> oh man! So yeah. Anyway, look, look forward to Wood for Sheep once that dude wins that election. That's going to be great. <laughs> oh it, it, yeah, it's going to be so great when we just decide that we as Americans really don't want to have a shared sense of reality. We want to live in two totally different worlds where. Uh, one one group of people thinks that uh, COVID is a virus that's a bad thing and you should get vaccinated, and other people think that COVID is fake and the vaccine is a microchip that will turn you into a monster. And we are just we're working so hard at just ripping reality apart and just moving to the dual reality universe that we want to live in. I mean. We're living in a world where uh, these people are giving money to uh, cyber ninjas so they can make Trump the president again, because that's the thing that can actually happen in their minds, that we're really about to do this. Uh, that like right after Arizona, any day, any now. day now, Arizona is going to be called for Trump. And then after that happens, boom, uh, he's president uh, because reasons. And the Supreme Court's just going to acknowledge it. Joe Biden's just going to throw up his hands and dematerialize from his holographic form. <laughs> and no. yeah, <laughs> the, yeah, like the, the the Trump team, like Ivanka and Jared are like the Scooby-Doo crew. They go to unmask old man Biden and he just actually flickers away into nothing. And they're just like, oh, man, it wasn't old man Jeffers. It was actually a hologram. Ain't See, that a but, thing? but the cabal is supposed to be omnipotent. So I'm assuming that when they went and like managed to like f- finally de-hologram joe biden and save the country that the the consciousness inside the joe biden hologram would just rematerialize in a giant mech suit and just start <laughs> rampaging across washington dc shooting missiles at patriots <laughs> what's that video game where the president has a mech suit? I, I don't know where you're talking about but it's certainly not iron wolf chaos that originally came out of the yeah. uh, xbox <laughs> If I had to guess, I would say it's probably Iron Wolf Chaos. Yeah. <laughs> nah. All I'm thinking of now is uh, Godzilla versus Kong, but it's Trump versus Biden, and it's just like this giant mecha Biden against Trump, who's been just 
augmented into basically being a giant incredible Hulk, but he's orange instead of green. And they're just like hauling off and like destroying each other as they, as they tear apart Washington, DC. Also, uh, sorry, uh, best of no worlds, uh, not best of no worlds. That is a thing that never existed. Adventures in hell world correction corner, uh, metal wolf chaos, not iron wolf chaos. (laughs) Metal. wolf. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man. So like, yeah, it is just really, where we're going as a country is that we're fighting so hard to not acknowledge uh, anything that's actually happening and just digging deeper and deeper into the bubbles that contain these quasi realities that yes, these quasi realities that these people want to live in and enjoy and partake of. And they never Mm -hmm. want to leave those fake realities. I mean, that's the, literally, that's the whole point of QAnon at this point is to keep you in the echo chamber, keep you isolated and keep you happy. I mean, it's just so important to these people to post daily morale threads, daily pump ups, just, hey, we're all in this together. And by us being in this together, I mean us in our uh, virtual reality echo chamber over here and not the real reality over there. And uh, just keep sending me your photos of you walking through Walmart without a mask and breathing the fresh <laughs> air. I just love that. It makes me laugh so much listening to people talk about how how good it feels to not wear a mask. And it's like, you know what? Uh, guess what? The president said you're allowed to do that if you go out if you're fully vaccinated. You can go outside without a mask on now. We're we're, we're already there, buddy. We've already made it. Also, that- I, I, lo- I love how these people are bragging about air as if though none of us have ever experienced it. Like it, it, the pandemic, it feels like it's been going forever, but it's actually been like 18 months or whatever. So most, <laughs> if not all of us still remember what air is like. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Nah. I, I remember what it was like to go outside without wearing a mask because it wasn't that long ago. And uh, now for Sarge, he can do that. It's a thing that exists. Yeah. You made it. You cleared the final hurdle. Uh, I get to take the first step towards my maskless outdoor existence very soon. And it, it would, it's going to be so funny uh, for QAnon in the next, like, I was in like three months when most people who have been vaccinated and that were outdoors without wearing masks, they're going to be so angry because the masks were how they got to own people. And the masks were proof that the deep state was, this was never about a virus. This was about control. They made us wear the masks to, to, (laughs) to show, to make us submit, to oppress us. Only the weak obeyed their tyranny and they'll never give their tyranny up. And, like by the end of this summer, you're going to be watching Red Sox baseball games and there's going to be like 30,000 people in the stands not wearing masks. I mean, let's not go crazy. I, I don't give a fuck how vaccinated <laughs> yeah. I am. I'm not going to be watching any baseball games. Thank you. Oh, I knew I knew I was going to be in there real quick oh. with the not watching baseball. It, it, hey, baseball sucks. I'm, I was just I was just trying to give a visual representation of maskless America. That's America's game, sir. You are a member of the cabal, clearly. Uh, America's game is mass shooting, and we're doing pretty good at it this year. <laughs> oh, America! Yeah, America winning the gold medal for uh, gun-related uh, violence, and it's not even close. Uh, we are very good at the gun violence. In this yeah, where's country. our Olympics? Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's the closest cemetery. Yes, grim. Yeah. Boom! Yeah. Wow. Way, 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 way to take way to suck all the air out of it. 
Alrighty. Like a sucking chest wound from a gun. Oof. Or, wow. we're just, or we're just like a sucking bit that we can't escape from, like a black hole that also sucks. You see, everything sucks. Dragging, yeah. dragging you. Yeah. In. So let, let's mean, let's let's get to our uh, let's get to our mailbag. That's I'm itching that, for yeah. it. Yes, that's something like a much more optimistic and sunny experience to live in, not this uh, bleak dystopia Cowards. that Sarge is trying to put us in. Our listeners Cowards. got questions, we got answers. It's time for Q and A. I think I found the long-term side effect of the vaccine. It just makes Sarge miserable. He's just an angry dude now. Yeah, I was very tired for a very long time. <laughs> Ty- tired and angry. Yeah. So that's the, that's the new Sarge that have like tired, angry, and with an incredible five G connection. The Sarge story. <laughs> <laughs> this is the way of the veteran. Yes. So uh, Sub Zero Shirt Art uh, asks: uh, Make your wildest bets. What will be the next extinction level event for Qs that will either make all the difference for the cult or make it irrelevant? Something pandemic related, new virus strains, Joe Biden resigning, uh, Kabbalah, Kamala stepping in as president, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, uh, what do you think will be the next like shocking narrative of QAnon, as it were, that they're all going to like freak out about? I think it's going to be how the like my safe answer is how the COVID is going in India right now, the the murderous shit show that is that, and how the world responds to it. But also Russia naming USA number one country we hate. Yeah, either of those. I, uh, and I will also throw it over to L as I ponder my answer. Uh, uh, I'll go ahead and say uh, a wildly desperate for re-election Donald Trump uh, officially endorses Q by either revealing who real, quote unquote, real Q was the whole time or claiming that they are in direct communication with a real Q uh, in some form or fashion, like an official confirmation from a wildly desperate Donald Trump. That would be the, Ooh, that would be, that's oh, that'd one. be the greatest thing in the history of the world. If Donald Trump actually went like whole hog, full blown QAnon believer, that would be, uh, that'd be incredible. I, the amount of, like the, the world couldn't handle that because, even if he did that, I don't know how he could lose a Republican primary. I really don't. I mean, that's the thing that just like really it melts my brain every time I think about it, how this guy has never been quote unquote mainstream popular. He never like popped a 50% approval rating his entire presidency. He lost badly to Hillary Clinton in the popular vote. He got crushed by Joe Biden in the popular vote. And yet this political party that you would think would want to be competitive in an election sometime in the next million years without needing the electoral college to like uh, steal it for them. They're, they're totally beholden to this guy. They, they have no other options. Um, DeSantis in Florida literally just acts like him. He mimics his gestures. I mean, everyone in the Republican party that's like serious about being the president is just, hi, I'm Donald Trump, only not orange and old and as outwardly (laughs) racist, but you're still getting 95% of the Trump. So I'm good. Right. And I mean, I just can't imagine the like this previous this past election, every Democrat who ran for president being like, "Hey guys, I'm pretty much Hillary Clinton. I mean, y'all love Hill Dog, right? Uh, I'm basically her." 
So uh, vote for me, the Hillary surrogate. I mean, it's just, it's just so, it's so mind blowing to me that really unpopular dude who will never win the popular vote in America is the anchor that is wrapped around their neck and they either can't remove it or they're happy to have it. Uh, thanks for the question. So uh, up next is uh, someone whose uh, screen name is a period. So uh, their handle is Ocean Blues 3. And they ask, um, does future prove past? Uh, I was mostly trolling with you with the over the top of those phrases. But what are your favorite f- phrases or memes from QAnon, if any? Like first arrest triggers mass population awakening or we are the news or get your popcorn ready. What are the dumb zingers uh, from Q and his followers that like most like tickle your fancy as it were. I mean, I, I, I guess we, we should just start with the most obvious one, which is that, that one time when they accidentally misspelled Godspeed Patriots as Goodspeed Patriots. And we've been using it as our sign off uh, <laughs> since we, since we went over that drop on the show. Uh, we, we also talk about Alice and Wonderland a lot. We, re- Alice and we really love Alice say... and Wonderland. Yeah. Oh, why is this relevant? I love that because it, it just, it, 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 to me, it always, when I see those cue drops, I'm just thinking it's, it's like a, it's like a screamo band where you have the, the main screamer and the backup screamer. And I always think that why is this relevant? It's like the backup person, like giving the other person a quick rest on the, on the shouty vocals. Like some Lincoln Park, like Q was up there, like white boy rapping so, some bars. And then in the background is like other Riddler Q or whatever, just like screeching. <laughs> why is this relevant? Right. Yeah. You, you got Chester Benning, Bennington who was killed by the ball you got him like putting in the why is this relevant in the background exactly uh right now the the one thing that makes me laugh the most their one catchphrase i love the most and because q never said it was uh it had to be this way that is their excuse for biden being the president uh mass vaccinations all of their losses Mm -hmm. all of the huge l's that QAnon is suffering that they have no, uh, th- there's no drop they can read that can explain it. There's no justification they can have for it. They just hand wave it all away by saying it had to be this way. Just whatever was going on, it had to happen this way. And and we're going to get to the payoff at some ill-defined point in the near future. Emphasis on near, but also massive emphasis on future. <laughs> and it just, it just lets them kick the can down the road for forever and uh, tolerate the fact that they're they're not getting uh, they're not getting their W's because they're never going to get their W's. But Mike, where's Huma? <laughs> <laughs> we did get a lot of mileage out of where's. Huma. Oh God, where is Huma? It, 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 the, the the threads. The, There's just so many. Yeah, it's just you when you actually go. I love it when they tell people read all the drops. That's how you learn. And it's like you, that's that's how you'll get all of our office like references right yeah exactly it's yeah it's it's just a show that you just get you have to get immersed into the weeds of it so you can get all this stuff and when somebody walks into your casino with a dunder muffin uh mask on you're like oh right it's that show that i've never watched whatever I mean, it's just, yeah it's, it's sort of like when new listeners come to our show and are very confused by the catchphrase we use all the time put a raisin on it and <laughs> We all know why put a raisin on it is hilarious, but they don't. This is their first time listening. Right, exactly. They may they may never they're know. gonna have to go back into the into the the, the vault and the listen archives. to the archives 
and dig up the the or the, or the the hilarious origins and put a raisin on it. <laughs> what a story, I'm telling you. Oh man, a real rib tickler that one. So good and rich. Yes. So uh, thank you, uh, Ocean Blues, uh, with a three instead of an E, and also a period for a uh, handle for the question. And uh, finally, uh, Trap Lord Flecko asks, uh, do you think there will ever be another Anon that catches on like Q did? Uh, it's tough to imagine that you're going to have this perfect storm again because uh, Trump was just such a... Well, the storm's uh, already come. Yes. Or it's coming. Yeah. I mean, so We're, what are the odds there's another storm behind it? Right. The thing is that the Trump is such a perfect vessel for this nonsense because he himself is a conspiracy theorist. Uh, his rise to Republican prominence was in 2012 when he was telling everybody he had uh, confirmed proof that Obama was born in Kenya and thusly illegitimate to be president. So uh, you had a guy who ran for the presidency on birtherism and won it. And then uh, because he's such a like, narcissist that needs to be uh, patted on the head and told he's a beautiful boy, uh, you had him uh, like, literally retweeting QAnon constantly uh, during the election in 2020 because they were the people telling him he was going to win. They were the people telling him it was great. And anyone who will give him affirmation uh, will get uh, the, fist, the internet fist bump. So you're going to need to find someone who is either as emotionally desperate and needy as Trump or someone who is cynical enough to uh, want to cynical enough and smart enough to run that scam where uh, you get the quote unquote insider freedom fighter working to save America, running the chains and posting on social media and doing all that kind of stuff. And then that candidate or that president or whoever they are, sees that there's like some smoke there and then they decide to throw a little gasoline on the fire and see if they can get it really going. And it, 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 it requires the outside help because like QAnon would not matter if you didn't have Steve Bannon, Michael Flynn, uh, all of these just like dirt bags promoting it. Lynn Wood, all of these guys, they give it gravitas. They make it relevant by being on social media and television, screaming about the Illuminati and how I ain't going to back down. I'm going <laughs> to tell the truth, even if the truth is something that people don't want to hear and all that good stuff. I mean, it, the, the, the QAnon story was one thing, but the fact that you actually had the Trump White House just just give them a big hug and embrace them, that's what really made it uh, bigger than it was. And also uh, COVID. I mean, the fact that you had a once in a century event happen and everyone was locked into their houses and they didn't know what was going on and they would take any answer from anyone as to what was happening. And you got to find out that this whole COVID thing's bullshit and uh, don't really worry about it. It's all good. Uh, it's a white hat hoax and we're going to arrest Tom Hanks and Oprah any day now or whatever. <laughs> I mean, just, just all of that shit happening uh, made it so that this thing became way bigger than it had any right to be. So here's a question for you. Uh, if, I guess it's a two-parter. And the first part is, do you think that, that QAnon as a thing 
has enough legs or or enough roots to to at least fester and maybe make some small gains uh, over the next like ten or fifteen years. And if so, how likely is it that you think that the next prophet of the QAnon movement is a more traditional influencer? Ooh. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna learn a lot about the legs on QAnon uh, in this upcoming election cycle in twenty twenty two and twenty four because this is a political conspiracy theory, and if they can get some more people to win, if it's not just uh, Bobert and uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene in Congress, but they actually we actually get like a Q caucus of like six to ten people, and maybe um, some blood red state. Uh, some like, like like Wyoming or some really small population state has somebody actually win the senatorship or a governorship, then like I mean that would be really terrifying. I mean it'd be like oh man, and then uh, and then the ultimate litmus test is Trump in twenty twenty four if he runs for president again. How QE is he? Is he just full QAnon or is he just doing the wink and the nod and letting Dan Scavino handle all that stuff for him on social media? I mean. It's we're going to we're going to get some answers in the near future. And I don't I don't I'm not confident they're going to be good answers based on this. I I think it's very possible you're going to have, uh, quote unquote, traditional, rational people talking about um, how Democrats are child trafficking blood drinkers and that we just need to uh, work hard to find the evidence of these crimes. I mean, well, like, mostly, mostly I just fine. feel like right now, you know, even if you got some some hot young influencer to sort of like be a like a talking like, you know, talking head for QAnon, like I don't think it would ring as true or as genuine. I, I don't think it would like reach enough people's hearts and minds uh, coming from somebody that was just like already successful or whatever and already like like fully formed and then came to QAnon, what have you. I don't think that's that's nearly as powerful as. You know, somebody who might be 14 or 15 now and then, you know, eight years down the line, there are someone in their young 20s and they've got like 200,000 Instagram followers or, you know, whatever. And then like a homegrown QAnon influencer, like I think might be the inevitable like next face of the movement. Unless you get somebody like Donald Trump just claiming it'll just like snap. You know what I mean? If Trump wanted to take Q, he would just be like, I guess what I meant now. Like, I know Q or am Q or was Q. And guess what? Like, th- like I could just mm-hmm. take it. But not everyone's got that Trump level of juice. Lynn certainly certainly couldn't be Q. Right. Like what you're what, what the thing that you're talking about in a lot of ways describes uh, yoga anon and uh, what we also call it pastel anon, where you have these uh, wellness influencers and these people that are that have been into alter, alternative medicine and other forms of healing and you know, like chakras and all that kind of stuff. And they most and on the surface level, they like appear to just be like yoga instructors and doing yoga is good for you. That's healthy. And maybe the whole stuff about uh, treating your cancer with uh, coffee enemas and not chemotherapy. Don't listen to that kind of stuff. But there've been a lot of people like, in that kind of space that have pivoted from just the yoga and wellness thing to the Hollywood is trafficking children. And we got to look out for this stuff and hashtag save the children and all these things. So you're you're seeing that kind of stuff happening where QAnon is getting more new age people into the movement 
through non-traditional means because again we've read the q drops we know what uh q and kind of like the story of q at the start was where it was very christian very god against the devil very much about uh christ and now you're having people that you wouldn't uh normally think of as traditional Christian values folks uh, coming into QAnon through uh, alternate alternative ways to get there. Uh, the whole protecting kid children thing, the whole uh, the medical field and all these drugs are trying to push on us as a scam and you can't trust the FDA and vaccines. And so is it? I think it's absolutely possible that you could have uh, somebody with a lot of gravitas, someone who does is like has, is a, some sort of social influencer who does have millions and millions of followers that suddenly takes that hard pivot to QAnon and brings those people with them for the ride, and that would be kind of wild. There was a uh, I can't even remember uh, his. I think his name was like Timmy G or something like that. But there was this guy. He had a blue check mark on Twitter. He had high five, low six figure uh, followers. And his thing was he was crushing uh, daily fantasy sports on DraftKings and FanDuel and uh, sports betting all beyond that, but mostly just daily fantasy. And that was his thing. And then he got pilled and became a hardcore QAnon follow supporter. And he was like talking about how Christy Teigen didn't really miscarry that she had her child uh, aborted and ate it and all this kind of stuff. And he just went, he went totally bonkers nuts and he kept a lot of his audience. They were willing to go down that rabbit hole. I mean, they obviously wanted to know what they wanted to do with their last $4,000. They needed an outfielder for tonight's uh, baseball lineup or whatever, but they seem to be content to uh, indulge him in his insanity content. And he got a lot of QAnon support because he had had that blue check mark from before the crazy times. And then he lost the blue check mark and got himself suspended from Twitter and all that other good stuff. Cause that's what happens to you when you go too far down the rabbit hole, as it were. Oh, no such thing. Yeah. Uh, you know what? You said that that was our last question, but in a surprising turn of events, it's not. Because somebody asked me a question for the podcast on my Twitter. What? That's right. I'm taking over. Uh, no one asks, just wondering how the wider QAnon community has their latest batshit belief become canon in a post-Ron Q world. Uh... So how's how's the message getting out there? How is how is stuff getting added to the the official canon of QAnon now that uh, totally not actually Q Ron Watkins is no longer posting as totally not Q? I'm also curious about. Oh, this. it's it's uh, mostly it is uh, Michael Flynn, uh, Steve Bannon, Lynn Wood. It like the big guys on TV are the ones. Uh, carrying the message and explaining what's going to happen during the recount and during the lawsuits. I mean, Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood were basically directing traffic. I mean, they were talking about the Kraken and Sidney Powell was using all the QAnon slogans. Like it's going to be biblical and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So the, uh, the, 
actual on the people who are actually on screens going to conventions, having large audiences, those people uh, push the narrative. Then you've got Dan Scavino and Mike Pompeo. I don't think Pompeo actually knows what he's doing, but I think he knows that there's an audience that wants to hear him quote Bible verses and also just like say shit about how Biden sucks. But Dan Scavino absolutely knows what he's doing. Dan Scavino is there to manipulate QAnon and to uh, help keep them energized and motivated for when his boss runs for president again in 2024. So you have, so you have like that tier of like the QAnon uh, cannot, uh, content creators. Then like the tier below that is the, like the praying medic and the ghost Ezra and the Jordan Sathers of the world who are just, they're trying to like take the information from the big guys and distill it down for the, the rank and file and let them know what's going on and how it's going to shake out. And you'll have uh, ghost Ezra putting his spin on it with the reptiloids and the hollow flat earth and all that bullshit. And praying medic will talk about a dream he had where something happened. <laughs> and, and and Jordan Sather will get mad because some people got indicted for uh, trying to promote MMS as a cure for things. And it's not. It's bleach. It'll kill you or at least do incredible damage to you if the potency is not lethal. But as we learned from reading his Facebook or his uh, Twitter or Gab or Parler or Telegram, whatever post they were, uh, everything is bleach. The sun is what is the sun if not bleach? <laughs> exactly. It's the greatest bleaching agent there is. This is absolutely true. The sun will bleach anything if you give it long enough. Uh, and the sun is healthy for us. So obviously bleach is healthy for us. So so, uh, so essentially in answering the question, what, what you've sort of like said is uh, that the message disseminates sort of just top to bottom in like a very traceable Q hierarchy. Like, like, they're, they're, like they're, it seems like there's a there's a pretty well defined power hierarchy in the QAnon community, even without their profit, like directing traffic, and it just sort of trickles down from the the Pompeos to the Ghost Ezras to the lesser Chuds down at the bottom. Yeah, and it's also like uh, whenever they have an event, they can latch on to like the like again the audit in Arizona. Like Ron Watkins is like freaking out, telling people like, "Here's what you need to watch on these cameras." And Ron was the guy who got the whole water. They're using UV to scan the ballots for uh, watermarks. Some random jamoke, like literally, uh, I don't even know how they found this, but because when they found it. The tweet had like 200 likes and maybe 30 retweets and like two quote retweets. It didn't, this, this was not a tweet with none of engagement, but somebody found J Joe Blow's Twitter feed and he had a picture of a recount person holding up a UV light to a ballot. And he's like, they're looking for watermarks. And Ron Watkins found that tweet, grabbed it, was like, boom, the watermarks, it's happening. And once Ron grabbed it, then everyone grabbed it. And then it was, OAN was pr promoting it. So, Whenever they get an event like this dumb audit, like like all the people who know how this works start like finding their angle on the event so they can start making the event bigger, more powerful, more important for their fans and get everybody all kinds of like jeeped up and galvanized over it. So, I mean, again, the, well, if one falls, they all fall like 
Bannon and uh, Flynn saying this shit when the uh, one of the Republicans in Arizona, again, he was like, this isn't going to overturn the election. This has nothing to do with that. Meanwhile, you have the grifters saying this will absolutely overturn the election, suckers. So it's just they they those who have an audience already can use that audience uh, to get the message out. And however they find it, be it uh, a lone tweet from some Jamoke looking at a guy with a black light or whatever. Thank you once again for your question. No one. And uh, as always, it is that time for me to, to go ahead and pull the car out of this flaming wreckage of a town called hell world so everybody can reemerge into nice. the real world, rip their masks off of their face, or slap the mask off a child's face if they see one, so that everybody can enjoy a fresh breath of air. But not before I go into our segment of shilling, so please just bear with us while I ask things of you, or nay, maybe even demand things of you, our audience. Uh, JK, please uh, continue to support us. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to support us uh, on the cheap slash free, you can do so by just telling a friend. Go ahead and give us a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening uh, on if you do enjoy the content. Uh, if you think you know anybody that might enjoy the content, be like, hey, I have a show where three idiots will talk about dumb QAnon stuff if you want to hear it. If you want to support us in a more financial fashion, you can do so by visiting us at patreon.com slash pokerpolitics. Keep an eye on this space. There will be some updates happening to the Patreon soon enough, including bonus content but we will discuss more about that next week if you want to reach into your pockets and donate uh and put a little love into the world by way of your shekels but you don't want to give them to us because we're just three random dudes on the internet that is totally cool you can go ahead and donate that money to love146.org they are an organization that helps uh fix the problems related to child trafficking the way that QAnon said they want but won't ever act to do uh, if you want to follow us on uh, our social media, you can do so by following the podcast itself at Hellworld. That's H-E-L-L-W-Q-R-L-D. Uh, if you want to visit Mike Rains, you can find him on Twitter at PokerPolitics. You can find myself and Sarge at Hellworld Sarge and Hellworld L. Uh, Hellworld is spelled the same way as before with a Q instead of an O. Our intro song, sort of chiptune Castlevania style, was uh, given to us by DJ Minimal Effort, who is still currently not on social media because he is too cool for school. However, you can find the voice of Q, uh, back when we did Q Drops, and also the person who provided our content warning and our bumps for all of our segments on Twitter at FrostyVO. And good news for those of you who can't wait to hear more of our dulcet tones because Sarge and I have our own Splinter podcast that we have started that deals with the pop culture side of the pop culture derailments that we do on this show. Uh, it's a show where we talk about the things that we have been watching, sometimes topical, sometimes not, and sometimes not even watching, but rather reading. Uh, you can find that on uh, podcast providers at BingeWordy. That's B-I-N-G-E-W-O-R-D-Y. And you can find our social media on Twitter at BingeWordy, spelled the same way. And that's it, everybody. So once again, for another successful uh, episode of the Adventures in Hell World podcast, I am L signing off for Sarge and Mr. Mike Rains. Good speed, Patriots. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and 365 day returns.